0: Okay, because Ramadan Uh, starts on the twenty-second. Yep,
1: I'm I'm looking forward to that, bro.
0: Oh man, Ramadan! Yeah, I'm excited for that, man.
1: Those thirty days, bro. Those blessed time of the year. Most blessed time of the year.
0: It is. It is. It is. I feel like it's it's truly just a moment for you to kind of reflect. You know, kind of really sit back and reevaluate the person you were and try to become someone different during Ramadan too. 100%, bro. uh, I think instead of us getting lost in conversation, I think it's best we talk about exactly what our topic was going to be today. Um, We don't have everybody here. Uh, Unfortunately, some people weren't able to make it. But I think what we're able to do now is we're able to have a one-on-one conversation i feel like it's best it's it's it was good that me and you were able to sit here together because of course there's someone your brother of mine and uh, our topic is it hits home for me only because it's it's something that i hold very very close to my heart and it's something that i feel a very personal connection with i'm sure you do too definitely something
1: i could proudly talk about man
0: i I think i mean with that being said i feel like (laughs) us discussing our parents us talking about how important our mom is, how important our dad is, and just family in general. You know, I mean, of course, you have a special emphasis on mothers and fathers, but just family values and how that influences us and how that creates us for who we are and how not necessarily the best family values that are instilled as you as a child could destroy you growing up. And appreciating what you have, valuing what you're given, and appreciating the lessons and the teachings that our parents are able to give us. Um, With that being said I kind of wanted to ask you Who exactly would you consider Your role model is?
1: 100% my parents Your parents And no one in particular? My mother You know My mother and my father But you know Of course our mothers Are the ones who give birth to us Right Very near and dear to us Whenever we Go to school You know They're the ones that pack lunch for us Whenever we're sick They're the ones that brush our hair Whenever we're sick You know They hold a very special... You know, our mothers really sacrifice whatever's going on in their life to take care of us. We've seen, for example, there's many times whenever our mothers may be sick, our mothers may be stressed, but whenever it's something regarding us, they take their time out to take care of us, to nurture us.
0: You know, one thing my dad actually taught me, well, it's kind of kind of always told me, is that dua makyoti the this incomparable. The dua of a mother. Is, is something that nobody else could ever replicate, nobody else could ever come anywhere near to. Why? Because the way a mother cares for her child is is something no one can ever understand, something no one will ever be able to feel unless they have a child themselves. Okay. You won't understand unless you have kids yourself, right? You yep. won't understand until you have kids. And, yep. and that's something that I feel like, again, us not having children, is, is we again we can only understand to a certain extent but i feel like as i've as i've gotten older i've kind of understood the the importance of that one statement on how we won't understand until we have kids let's you know that's, go, ahead, go ahead
1: yeah and it's true you know we won't really understand until we have kids inshallah, right? right The thing is for example there's there are many there have been many times in the past where my parents would be like don't go there don't do this don't do that and i wouldn't value it at that time in particular right But later on, whenever you mature, you grow older, you realize that what they said then really makes sense now. You know, don't go there, don't go to that party, don't go to that concert. And at that time you're like, no, wait, why? I want to have fun, I'm young, this, that. But it's for your own benefit, you know? There have been many times where, for example, I've seen that, like like I've told them that I want to go there, here, I want to go there, and they stopped me from going, right? Of course, at that point in time, I'm like mad, and you know, I'm just not in the best mood or whatever. But there have been times where later on, I'm like, wow, I see the consequences that happen after that, you know? I'm like, they really stopped me for a good reason. And whatever they say really means a lot, bro. Whatever they say means a lot. Like, you have to hold... Whatever they say is very valuable. Can you tell me what's your input on that?
0: I think value is something that's not necessarily understood easily. And, and it's easier said. Like you can have a conversation about what's valuable and what's important, but you won't necessarily understand it until you experience it. And I think what what a conversation we can probably have in terms of value is the value of your parents themselves. Again, uh, you, alhamdulillah, we're blessed enough to have parents that love and nurture and care for us. But there's also a certain reality where some kids don't have parents that love them as much as they should. Some people don't have parents that can give them the guidance and the respect and the, and the advice that they need. So they turn to other things to give them that advice, other people.
1: You know, this is absolutely a blessing. It's a privilege. You know, it's a privilege to have parents like these, the parents that would care for us, that would do everything for us. Like, I'm a first generation child over here in the U.S., right? My parents came from Pakistan, sacrificed everything, their career, their family, you know, everything. They left everything there. They came here. Why? To give a better life to their children right? To give them better resources, to give them better education. They move from a third world country, right? To the land of opportunity, right? The land where they can fulfill all their wishes, their choices, and make a better life for their children. You know, they did it for us. Who would do that, bro? Right? None of our friends would be like, oh, you know, I'm gonna do this for you and go like, do something really big. That's a big move in particular, bro. Moving, being an immigrant, struggling, feeling like an outcast, but eventually, coming here, making it all happen, you know, the clothes that we wear, the house, the roof that we have over our head, and everything—it's because our parents sacrificed everything to give that to us. I we think you say alhamdulillah to that.
0: Of course, you have to say alhamdulillah to that. And I think again, when you say alhamdulillah, you're thanking God, right, for allowing you to receive the blessing you have. And you don't necessarily say alhamdulillah in the best of times. You can say alhamdulillah in the worst of times too, mm-hmm. you know, because the fact that you still get to wake up the next day and try again. That means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has you here for a reason. And I think one thing that you 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 mentioned that, that really, really I I, I resonated with was the, the the aspect of it being a privilege, right? The the perspective of it being an opportunity, something that you are granted right now. I think growing up, one thing a child wants to be is they want to be older, right? And One thing I feel like us being first generation American kids is that we think, oh, mom, dad won't understand. They don't, they don't understand. They don't get it. And of course, I I definitely believe that there is, there is a certain aspect. There's a certain reality that our parents won't necessarily be able to understand to a certain extent, but that doesn't negate what they can understand. And that doesn't negate the wisdom they can give us. And again, like you said a privilege of even having parents in the first place and a privilege of having caring and nurturing parents, that's something that I feel like not some people, who, the, the people that don't have that opportunity, they resent other people that had that opportunity. And to me, what that does is is that 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 makes me think twice because when I look at my father, who is my role model, and when I look at my mother, who's also my role model, I, if somebody would ask me, who is your role model, I can't pick one. Right. I can't say. Oh, my dad. That's mother. exactly why I was
1: so confused when yeah. you asked me that question. I was like, my mother, my father, <coughs> it's both of them. Yeah, I it's think.
0: I, I I think, man, it's it, like, like I said, it hits home, right? Because when I when I think back and I just look at the life that my parents have lived and I look at what they've done, and like you said, being first gen American children, and and our parents moving from Pakistan, or well, my father in particular, moved from the slums in Pakistan, and 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 North Nazimabad in Pakistan is not memorial it's not Sugarland. it's 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 not the, if someone that lived in america their whole life visited north nazimabad they wouldn't be able to last there for longer than 15 minutes mm-hmm. so point being the fact that he moved from there and he came here to this country he made a name for himself he became a doctor started practicing then opened up businesses on his own and became the person the well-respected man that he is today all from scratch all from day one that is what, it, it, it amazes me seeing that. And it, it amazes me just witnessing all his hard work and his effort go into his craft. And then him not doing it for anyone else, but number one, God, and number two, me and my siblings and my family.
1: You know, I mean, of course, we're going to talk about both parents today, right? Let's start off with, like, you were talking about your dad, so I'm going to talk about my dad as well. You know, our <clears throat> fathers are the ones that teach us perseverance. They they teach us how to be patient they teach us how to be brave, how to be strong, right? For example, whenever we fall down, we get hurt. But whenever we're kids, we get hurt, or even now, I guess. Our mothers were the ones that would be like, "Oh my God, oh my God, how are you? Are you okay, Tigo?" And uh, you know, they would they would be they would immediately go get a Band-Aid, <clears throat> do whatever they can for you to feel better. <clears throat> fathers, on the other hand, they look at you like, "Get up, suck it up," you know. <laughs> but of course, there's a soft part inside their heart. That also has care for their children, of course, right? They're the ones that really raised them up, provided every single thing for them—the schooling, the education, clothes, roof over their head. But our fathers teach us perseverance, right? They do it all for us, the man of the house, right? They're selfless. They're completely
0: selfless, yeah. and that's what amazes me. Is that it's, uh, it's it's like again, oh man, I, 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 man, it's like, like like I said, this conversation alone, it really does something to me because. Alhamdulillah, I'm able to live a certain life and be a person, be the person I am today because of their hard work. And as I was growing, as I was growing up, as when I was a little bit younger, I'd, I'd love to walk around with, with the respect and the money and the, and the, is that is that is a better way to explain it but it with the is that, that my father had remain for himself and claim it as mine right? i'd be like oh i'm gosh son i'm gosh son right that's the way i would carry myself and as i got older as i was humbled through life's trials and tribulations i realized that even though he is the man he is today i still have to become who i am mm-hmm. right i still have to be exactly who i want to be but when somebody asks me, like, who is your biggest inspiration? What inspired you to create Malika? What inspired you to, to try to benefit other people, try to help other people? I can say my father to a certain extent. I can say my mother to a certain extent. But my mother, we again, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on mothers in a second. I feel like we should close off on mothers just because it's, that's where it comes from the heart. Fathers is about respect, right? Fathers is about, like, there's, there's of course, I respect my mother. But when it comes to my father, I consider him my superhero. I consider him my, my lifeline. I consider him someone who, and when, when I, when I get to be around him, when I, when I get to spend time with him, when I get to be in the same room as him and, and just learn from him and, and listen to him talk about why he is the way he is and what it took for him to get here, it, it makes me feel more and more grateful because I think back and I'm like, what did I do to deserve any of this? I like I feel like we mentioned in the previous episode, I didn't ask to be born, right? I, I was alhamdulillah blessed enough to be born into my family. And when I watch my dad and the way he works and the hard work he puts into his craft, I I, I it it, it, it baffles me it completely fascinates me because i sit there and i'm like how is he the way he is how does he go through the stress the pressures the anxieties and still come home every single day from work have a smile on his face and act like nothing is bothering him
1: so crazy man again we learn perseverance from them right like you said stressful day at work doing everything running around providing for his family at the end of the day to come home, relieve just just forget all those stresses that happen in the day and sit in the moment with the family. Right? You're sitting in the lounge, you guys are talking, you guys are chit-chatting, he forgets about all those. He does it all for us.
0: No, one thing I'll tell you about my dad. He has a very strict rule in the house. Okay, whenever I come home, I need everybody on the dinner table. Everybody on the dinner table. I don't care where you are, I don't care what you're doing from seven thirty PM to eight thirty PM. I need you guys home just so I can see you guys for an hour, eat dinner with you, talk to you guys for a little bit, then go do whatever you want. He was like, Either you go out beforehand, you go out before seven thirty, come home at seven thirty, and then stay, or you're I mean either way, right? You have to be home between seven thirty and eight thirty. Why? Because dinner is at the table with the family. Now this yeah. is something that was instilled in our family ever since I was a kid, right? Yeah. But when I was younger, i get annoyed by, like, oh, I have to be home for dinner. It's fine. I'll just eat tomorrow or whatever. I just, I, I don't want to come home for dinner tonight. But when I got older and I started to switch my perspective, it's all about perspective, right? When we're younger, we look at our parents and we think of these helicopters. We think of these people that are constantly asking where we are, what we're doing, who you're with, why you're doing this, why you're doing this. And and Alhamdulillah, I was able to understand and that perspective a little bit later earlier in life and and usually it happens to people when they lose their parents where they think where, where they think back and they're like man if only i was able to do this if only i was able such to such a tough
1: situation again this is a this is like a emotional topic for me i'm going to stay a little contained you know bismillah but uh you know i value their presence there was a time of course like you said we would go out sometimes we'd be like oh man you know you'd just like shrug a little be like ah oh, right but by time along the years, you know, I start. I, I've I've valued their presence even more. You know, I I go out way less, just so, so just so I could spend time with my parents. Like you said, you know, there there's situations there for some people in which it hits them whenever you know catastrophe hits. Alhamdulillah, I've got I've got that consciousness, and I've reached that point where I'm like, wow, well, I can I have to spend time with my family now. And every time I sit at home, I come back from school, of course, stressful homework and everything, but. I, my, I always whenever I come home straight face smile smiley face and chill my family because it's family time. It's not school time at that point. It's not work time. It's family time.
0: Now think about that for a second, right? Imagine you meet somebody. Imagine you meet a person who will drop anything and everything the moment you call them just to talk to you will do whatever it takes to make sure your needs are met. You have money in your pocket. You have food on the table. You have clothes on your back. You have a car you can drive to school. You have whatever whatever the necessary requirements may be. Imagine you just meet somebody like that. Wouldn't you do everything in your power to do whatever they ask you to because they're doing all that for you? Exactly. So who are we to say that, yo, if my parents are telling me to come home at a specific time, I'm not going to listen to them. Nah, I don't want to listen to you. My dad wants to take me out for dinner. He's just like, I'm going to come spend time with the family. But oh, I'm tired. I really don't want to go. Who am I to get angry? Who am I to get upset at that? Because... If, because my, fa- again, if I look at it like, oh, Baba knows I'm tired, but he's going to take me out to dinner regardless. If I look at it like that, then obviously I'm going to be upset. But if I look at it like Baba just wants to spend time with me, not everybody has a father. I know people in my life that don't have a father anymore. You know what they do to have another five minutes with their dad? I have people in my life that, that, that don't have a mother anymore. You know what they would do to just get five more minutes with their mom. Now imagine this. Imagine you get into an argument with your mom stupid argument whatever it is why aren't you home at this time why aren't you doing this why, why what is this why did i find out about like, all these things right why did not you yell at her imagine you fight with her imagine you argue with her and then she says okay i have to go somewhere whatever it is she drives and she gets to an accident she gets to, you never get to see her again imagine that regret that you will feel for the rest of your life that the last conversation i had with my mother i yelled at her
1: you know, there's a beautiful hadith. Uh, Prophet Muhammad said, Every righteous child who casts a look of mercy and affection upon his parents shall be granted for every look of his rewards equivalent to that of an accepted Hajj. Hajj is a, a huge source of hasanat right there. Again, we've learned that whenever whoever goes to Hajj, Umrah, their sins from the past up, to, up until that point get wiped, right? This hadith is saying that if you respect your parents, if you show mercy and affection to them, you get the reward. The, reward, the rewards equivalent that, to that of an accepted Hajj. That's a big blessing right there. You know, that's like a cheat code right there in a sense. But
0: okay, yeah, I, I I I understand that. Right, of course, somebody wants to understand that. Somebody wants to look at it like that. And and they they they, if someone wants to look at Hajj like. If, if someone wants to help their parents and look at it like I'm gonna get the same barakah that I would get if I go to Hajj, then that that obviously has a certain positive, right? You obviously feel a certain way about that. It more it gives you more inclination to do it. But why wouldn't you want to benefit the lives of the people that raised you? It's a very simple question. It's almost it's almost like a question of common sense. Why wouldn't you want to benefit the life of a mother who dropped every who drops everything to K for your needs, who fed you lunch, who packed your lunch, who, pa- who packed your lunch for school, who drove you to school, who taught your 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 father teaches you how to what? Some people t- their dad teach them how to ride a bike. Some people teach you how to how to say your first words, how to walk. Your parents did that.
1: Yeah, no one else did that, bro. It was all your parents.
0: Exactly. So why in the world would you not want to benefit their life? you know, because think about it this way, right, as you get older, your mind low-key just starts starts to become a little bit more depreciated, right, it starts to, not necessarily disintegrate, but it depreciates a little bit, right, your brain capacity, the way you think, your needs, your requirement, so when you're a child, it's very similar to the way you are when you're a senior, when you're 85, 90 years old, and you're not in the right mental state, there are certain needs that that are going to that you're going to have, right? Sometimes you may, as you, when you, when you become a senior, you may need help using the restroom. You may need help eating, whatever it is. Now apply that same concept to when you were a kid. You need help using the restroom. You need help using, when, when you were, uh, uh, when you were eating, whatever it is, right? If you look at it that way and your parents helped you do that, then why wouldn't you help them do that when they get older?
1: Because you were fully dependent at that time, at that point in life, right? You, you couldn't do anything on your own. Again, like you said, you, had, you needed someone to use the bathroom Your parents, right? Your parents helped you help you eat food They fed you They drove you to school and everything, right? At that point in time You were fully dependent on them, right? So whenever one's parents become at that age Isn't it You're supposed to help them out you, they, Just like how you were dependent on them They will reach a point Where they're dependent on you And you need to be for them You need to be there for them 100% Just like how they were They were there for you 100% back then you know they're truly a blessing. Like we said, bro, the the care and the resources that they provided for us is unpayable, bro. I'm fully it's priceless. In- it's completely it's pr- priceless. priceless, bro. Look, a
0: mom's love—the way my mom loves me, the way my dad loves me—you can't put a price on it. And 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 did I deserve it when I was a kid? Do I still think I deserve any of it? I really don't. And and I could sit here and try to be the best version of myself. I could sit here and try to be be the most pious person, try to be the most respectable person, but. None of that credit, none of it, maybe 5% of it should go to me. 95% of that credit goes to my
1: parents. You know, the, tarbiyah, the discipline that they that the, your parents have taught you is like a passive source of hasanat for them. You know, like for example, whoever's parents have passed, right? Those children, if they continue to do good deeds, right? After they're passing, it's actually passive hasanat for them. because Because of, of the discipline that they've instilled in you, that's rewards going to them every single time. You know, it generates, it accumulates. And it just hires their rank in Jannah.
0: You know, I think I think it's best rather than because we don't have a mom sub with here to us today, I feel like we can make this conversation a little bit more personal. Yeah. And then we can talk a little bit about who our parents are to us. And like I asked you in the beginning, uh, your role model. Right. And of course, you weren't able to tell me whether it was a mother or your father. And That's I can't, a tough I question, but don't ask me that. I can't, I can't, I, I can't ask you that question. Yeah. Either, right? I, I can't answer that question the same way you can. But man, I, like I said in the beginning, right? My dad is my superhero. My dad is someone who, who when I look at him and I, and I see the life he's able to live and I see the person he's able to become, I, I, I think to myself, wow, this is what a man is. And it's not just my dad, every person's dad, every person's dad is who we exemplify as a young child to what a man is. When we want to, when we are younger, all we want to be is our fathers. All we want to be is our fathers. Now, let's say you don't have the best family household, right? Let's say you may not come from 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 a good family background and and, and you blame your parents for the way you are. Think about the way they were raised. Think about who their parents were. Were they raised in the best way possible? So when you can find these 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 holes, right? When you can say, maybe my dad wasn't the best role model for me. What was his dad like? Oh, his dad wasn't the best role model for him either. Oh, what was his dad like? It's usually a chain of family issues that happen. I, from my understanding, again, I'm not a the familial expert. I am just telling you from what I understand. But majority of broken families or households with with not necessarily the most the most ideal father figures, they come from a history of broken father figures.
1: You know, I mean. I partially agree with that. Partially dis- partially disagree. You know, everybody has that ability in them to improve themselves, right? Like you said, okay, there may be, it's like a chain of reaction. You know, it's a chain where broken household, broken household, broken household, but there could be a fixed household. 100%. You know, it's not always going to be like 100%. that. And uh, of course, I can't say... Of course, you can't subjectify yeah, everything, right? You yeah. can't say
0: every single house was a, was a bad yeah. house. My point was, was that I, I simply think that if you're blessed enough to have a conscience in your head, if you're blessed enough to be able to think before you speak, to think before you act, yet you choose to hit your wife, or you choose to, t- to, 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 to abuse your children, or you choose to do things where your ch- your children can resent you, that is your conscious effort. Regardless of however way you were raised, that is still your conscious effort. So of course, to a certain extent, you obviously you, you have to blame yourself for your actions that you've committed, but you feeling okay with it, you feeling like it's okay for it to happen. That stems from somewhere, right? Let's say you were never hit as a child. Why? Because your, your, your grandfather may have never hit your father as a child. I'll tell you right now. That my value is instilled Exactly. In you. I'll tell you right now. My dad has slapped me a billion times. Why? Because he was slapped a billion times, right? And think about it this way. The way he slaps me, the way he disciplines me, discipline me as a child, doesn't do it necessarily anymore. But the way I was disciplined as a child, he gave me the lesser of what he received. You know, he would tell me the bit. I cricket bat. cricket bat. I Cricket bat. He's been hit. And if you did that in America, bro, you can't remember that. So point yeah. being, from a cultural perspective, it was considered okay in where he came from. But can you imagine getting beat up by a baseball bat in America? It's
1: crazy, bro. You, right? That's abuse right there. Exactly. Child so, support services. Exactly.
0: Bro. Exactly my point. So it's like, if... If we look at it like that, and we think that the reason why our parents or our dads or our moms are okay with a certain thing, that makes us feel okay with a certain thing too, right? One thing I'll tell you, maybe a bad habit of mine is—is is I have a—I wouldn't say I have a problem controlling my anger, but I have a tendency to when I'm stressed out, I tend to become very agitated, and I start to—I—I I, I, my my brain becomes very fired up. And, Unfortunately, yeah, I can. Yeah, and, and 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 it's like it's 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 something that it it's again. My father is a very similar way, and I can tell because, of course, imagine having all the stresses of a family, of business, of doctors, like all these things on his head. And then when he gets into a mood and he's upset, he's upset, right? And 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 I and 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 I can tell some of that has reflected on me, right? And I can tell I've, I've definitely been able to see the reflection of his not necessarily good qualities reflecting to me as well. But I'm conscious of it, so I try my best to stay away from it. I'm yeah. not saying I'm perfect. No, I'm
1: not. But 100% exactly every day is an opportunity to improve yourself. Every 100%. day is an opportunity to better yourself, you know? And uh every day you may not be the person who you were yesterday. You know?
0: I think we talked about dad's a little bit too much, man. I'm not going to lie. Um, Bye-bye, I love you, but it's it's it's, it's <laughs> I, I I think uh man, I I could talk for hours about my dad. Yeah.
1: But that's exact Yeah, exactly. It's been more like 20 25 minutes talking about my dad. So I, I can go on and on, man, but we got to we got to
0: Yeah, I think I think it's best now if we if we discuss what our moms mean to us and what my mom means to me. And and I'll tell you a little bit of story my about, about my mom and who she is. Subhanallah so she's 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 probably the smartest girl I've ever met in my life, ever known. I don't think I'll ever meet anybody smarter than her. She has a PhD in molecular biology and she skipped her math. She was the only cl- she was only student of her class. I think it was 91 92 something like that i think it was when she was she went to mcgill which is like pretty much like almost like the harvard
1: where um, is this in canada Canada, Canada. so
0: so it was in montreal it's pretty much a very 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 prestigious school in canada and um she did her bachelor's there i don't remember exactly what she did her bachelor's in but she was the first and only kid from her class to skip her master's degree and be allowed into the and be allowed to enter the PhD program because her grades were so good when she did her bachelor's that the that the faculty said, you know, you don't even need to do a master's, bro. Just come and do your PhD. And she not only did a PhD, she got the best grade in her class. She was the best student in her class. So can oh, you imagine? My mom told me she's like I never had any friends. She was like I maybe had one or two friends. She th- I, th- I think she told me she's like I went to go watch one movie, and it was actually a celebrity crush. Tom Cruise is a celebrity <laughs> crush. But she was like I went to watch one movie in theaters, and it was Top Gun, and it was back I think it was back in the nineties. So, point being, uh, she 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 was a, she was the smartest smartest in the class. She was the smartest person I've ever met. And when she married my father, uh, she moved to my fr- my father moved to Canada first. To be the issue. He was studying for his step. I think step one, step two, I don't know. I don't know about the medical stuff when you're doing international. But um when he moved here, he was doing studying for his step exams. Then he moved to Chicago. Okay. When he when when my parents moved to Chicago, they had their first miscarriage, Abdullah. And um that wasn't necessarily the most uh, best thing for them at the time. But losing a child is difficult. Exactly. And, and th- we can do a whole other conversation about that. But yeah. I think Man, it's, 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 it makes me look at my parents more like superheroes, right? Imagine losing your first child. And then slowly they, they tried to have more kids. And then they had Omer, who was the child after Abdullah. And he died the day he was born. And uh, that was, he was born and then he died. They kept him on a ventilator, he died. And uh, a couple years later, I think a year or two later, they had Sana, who died, she, <coughs> who died when she was three years old. So point being, my parents had lost three children already within the first five, six years of their marriage. And my dad, again, at that time, trying to become a doctor, though so he was technically a doctor, but he was trying to become a doctor in America. My mom was, trying, was working jobs, trying to support as more money to support my dad and herself in Chicago at the time. And then uh, when uh, my mom moved, when, when my dad got into Duke for his uh, fellowship, I'm pretty sure, uh, he uh, they moved to North Carolina. And they tried having more children and there, it didn't happen. So they had a total of eleven miscarriages before they moved to Houston and they had me. So when I was born, imagine the happiness and the 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 joy in my parents' eyes that they finally got one healthy child and they finally received their first healthy child. That's
1: something you should say Alhamdulillah for exactly. every single day. Alhamdulillah.
0: That's something that they say Alhamdulillah for every single day. So imagine you losing children in the past and then to me being their eldest. They, they, they look at me and they think, wow, the struggle and the patience it took for us to just have you in our life, we will do whatever it takes to make sure you're okay. So remember when I told you, my mom went to college and then she got the best of her class. The day I was born, dropped all of it. Every single thing. She was like, you know what? This is my life. now. I'm going to make sure my child is the best child he can be. So when I look at that and when I see that and and every time I look at my mother and of course growing up, like I said in the beginning, we weren't, I primarily, I don't know about you, but I I, I was a bit messed up in terms to my parents. I didn't necessarily understand their value and their importance, but now when I look at it and I look at my mother and I look at her and I see that this woman right here dropped everything she worked so hard for in school, everything she worked so hard for. For me, and my siblings, you see what I mean. How I look at that, and I
1: see that. How who am I, how, who am I to disrespect all of that? Exactly. Who am I to disrespect years of trials and tribulations? You know, for them, to, and then whenever they take care of me, at the end of the day, I disrespect them. You know, it's not like it is. It is something that I guess it's is normal. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be normal. You know, and uh, there are times whenever, of course, people mess up and you become rude and everything.
0: I, I, they get annoying. I, you got to understand. Look, I'm going to be real with you real quick. Yeah. Parents get annoying. Okay. It's not, it's, 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 not that I'm disrespecting them, right? I'm yeah. not saying, but the, if you look at the, them being annoying as this is an issue or they have a problem, then you're looking at it wrong.
1: Oh yeah. They're
0: annoying because they love you. Yeah. They're annoying because your parents are the only people in the world who will always be 100% raw and honest with you. They are the only people in the world that will always want what's best for you. Yeah. Unfortunately, we live in a world that's very selfish, right? Sorry, I didn't let you speak, but yeah, I, no, go, go, but go. we live in a world where it's 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 extremely people are selfish. People are very self. It's always me, 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 me first, yeah. right? And that's true to a certain extent. You can allow that to happen. Perfect. Prioritize yourself. But imagine people that are doing everything for you. That is what our parents are. That yeah. is what my mom is. That is who my dad is. So forever, forever, forever until the day I die, I am forever in debt to them
1: forever 100% you know everything I do everything I do bro everything I say bismillah and I do is for my loved ones for my parents you know they did everything for me I should be doing the same thing for them you know they're they're my love bro literally my first loves are my parents you know and this reminds me of a hadith um, the messenger of Allah said one who follows the orders of Allah with regards to obeying parents, shall have two doors of paradise open for him. And if th- if there happens to be only one parent, one door of paradise shall open up for him. This was reported by Khanzal Umal, volume 6, page 67. You know, <sighs> looking at the trials and tribulations they've gone through for you to disrespect them, that's messed up. But you, the least you can do is obey them. You know? And again, whenever you obey them, like, like we talked about last episode, whenever you chase the Akhirah, The dunya falls into place right you're in this case you're respecting your parents you're getting pros and brothers literally pros on both sides you're getting hasanat right you have doors of jannah opening up for you and then you also have you're listening to your parents they're doing they're doing everything for you they're listening to you they're caring for you it's a plus plus it's a win-win man I think
0: ah. I don't know man I, this, this conversation it's 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 so hard for me to sit here and then try to tell you things i don't like about my parents only because it's 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 i really feel like there's nothing i can say only no. because if you asked me maybe when i was 13 years old oh yeah, years yeah. Old, bro i would have a long <laughs> oh they let me go here they don't let me do this they don't let me do this now look yeah. at it now man it's like ah it's 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 difficult for me to ever look my mom in the eye it's difficult for me to ever look my dad in the eye and not be absolutely fascinated and absolutely in love with who they are as people
1: you know every time i like look at them, like for example yesterday i was telling my parents i was just sitting quietly and enjoying their presence bro you know less laughter going on love conversations and everything you really think about how much it took to reach to this point you know the trials and tribulations that you've gone through since you were like 11, 13 years old of you being, ah, oh, no, no, creating a fuss for everything. Them getting mad at you. You getting mad at them, right? And then you realize that, wow, all that led me to this point. You know, every time my mom, every and time and mom, look, Again, again, ahead. for example, whenever you're with a friend, for there's sometimes, of course, you get into fights and then you cut them off for a bit. Of course, there are those times where you're like, you're pissed off at them. You're mad at them. You can't do that with parents, bro. Ah. No matter how much your parents get mad at you, at the end of the day, they come back to you, bro. Think, think about it this way.
0: Every argument I've gotten in with my mother which again I feel bad for every single time yeah. after, but every argument I get in with my mother the best way, the only way she will ever try to somewhat not necessarily make amends for it but how I'll know she's feeling a little bit off about it is she'll come up to me and she'll be
1: like bro whenever I'm staying inside my room right of course I'm already in a bad mood I can't even study every anything because I'm just not in the mood door opens, fruit Or what do you want to eat? You know, do you want to eat chicken karate? Do you want to eat biryani? What do you want to eat? Right. And sometimes I feel ashamed of myself that, wow, I didn't create, I didn't make the first step to go up to my mom and apologize. Now every time I, I literally, I, I catch myself and like after a little while I go to my mom and I say sorry. And bro, trust me, my mom is already in a bad mood, right? She's like, wow. So you do something and then you say sorry, right? But I sit quiet and I listen. It was my mistake 100%. The mom, the person that gave me birth, I'm arguing with her. Right, that's terrible, you know. I and whenever she gets mad at me, I just I just quietly listen. I'm like, bro, I really messed up. I really messed up. You know, whatever, whatever, what's it called? She, whenever she just gets mad at me, I just quietly listen, and I, I value that. You know, Unfortunately, <sighs> again, it's a very hard thing to say, but it's inevitable. You know, what you're gonna miss that whenever they leave. You know, I think that's it. That I'm. It's, it's, a, but it's, it's
0: a, unfortunate you brought that up only because I feel like my biggest fear in life, my biggest, the one thing that I'll give you an example. One thing my parents actually enjoy doing is they like doing karaoke sometimes. So we have a little karaoke machine downstairs. Yeah. And, uh, and my mom, she, for some reason, my mom always likes singing sad songs. So she, what she'll do, she, there's a song by Celine Dion called, yeah. uh, uh, My Heart Will Go On. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know the words to so it. I'm not going to sing it, but yeah. my point is, is that, she will sing this song from her heart. She does not sing well. I love you, mom, but she's not the best <laughs> singer in the world. But when I hear her sing that, and just like when I see my parents enjoying themselves with me and my siblings, for, um, for, for a quick moment there, I think in the back of my mind, I'm like, I am living my core memories right now. In one day when i'm not able to ha- live this life with them anymore and they're not in this world anymore i'm going to i i'm going to remember this day and we think man i remember mama and Baba used to sing that sing sing with me you know, you know yeah uh, sorry and i think i think that that again goes to the original statement that we had is we won't understand until we have children yeah we won't understand now imagine what they're thinking right my 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 dad's father passed away in 2010. Right. One thing that, that he mentions to me is that he's like, I'm still not over it. He's like there's, like, there's, when you lose someone so important to you, like a father or a mother, it's not like you cry for two, three days and then you're over it. That's not what happens. Oh, it's,
1: it's an irreparable loss. You know, it's, you're going to think about it for your lifetime. Again, like we mentioned, bro, this was someone that cooked lunch for you, who, who packed up lunch for you and sent you off to school. And then one day they're not there. Right. All you have is those memories. Of you walking with them to the bus or you walk, going in the car, sitting in the car with them, chit, chit chat, just chit chatting. Oh man, I'm, I'm dreading. I don't, I'm dreading to go to school. I don't want to go to school. This, that. You think about those times, right? You think about the good times. You think about the bad times, but that's the most you can do. You can't really go back in time. You know, time just goes forward. It, you can't time is money, bro. You know, time is money. You got to value it. There are times whenever I'm just sitting in the car with my family. And of course, there's just those car rides, chit-chatting, laughing. Sometimes, you know, l- listening to music. Uh, and... Stuff st- <laughs> this is back in the day, bro. But, uh, you know, I really... V- I value that all the time. I'm, I'm just looking. I'm, I'm recording it with my eyes. I'm not recording it with my phone. I'm recording it with my eyes. And wow, this is a beautiful moment. This needs to be a memory that needs to be stored in here. And I just think about that, bro. Those are beautiful times. You really got to value that. I sit with my parents every time. and. I just I leave my phone alone. I'm I'm in the moment. I'm in the moment cuz that's what they did for me whenever I was growing up. You know? This think- sometimes this is a fitna. You know, I just I I don't like it whenever I'm sitting with my parents. I just shut it off, bro. Time with your parents is very 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 valuable. Man, I think, very valuable. I,
0: I think one thing I feel like we could touch on before we before we conclude. I think we could definitely mention how exactly you can Amplify and accentuate your relationship with your parents and create a better relationship with them. I think my advice to that would be is to look at your parents like human beings. And human beings aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. And, and human beings have made their fair share of mistakes. And when you look at your mother, when you look at your father, they have made their mistakes when they were a child. And they may not be in the culture you were raised in. But they made their fair share of mistakes in their generation they made fair, their fair share of mistakes in their time growing up. And they may have some resentment, they may have some problems with their parents when they were growing up too, right? Mm-hmm. But if you look at your parents now and you're blessed enough to have parents who respect their parents, you can sit there and ask them, that, what, what was your dad like growing up? And they'll tell you when I was a kid that I didn't really, like, I mean, we used to argue all the time, but they'll sit there today at 45, 50, however old they are, they'll tell you how much they love them, how much they'll do anything for them. You know, and, and, I, and I think... With that being said, it's 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 truly disheartening for me to see children and families whose dynamics are a little bit broken, where the parents may not be able to understand the children, and the children may not be able to understand their parents. And seeing that and witnessing that with my own eyes, it makes me think for a second because I I, I truly believe that the way I was raised and the mistakes I've made growing up my parents wouldn't necessarily be happy for them, right? But I'd still get to sit there every single day and try to be better and learn from them. That's an opportunity that you can never take for granted. But
1: mistakes are there for, for you to learn from them, not to repeat them. You got to learn from your mistakes and grow up. You know, that's life. Life is like a school, you know, their lessons, their chapters, right? You got to learn from it. You got to improve. No, I think, like you said, man, I think, Learning from your parents'
0: pros and also learning from your parents' cons. Uh, not a, Every person's parents are not perfect.
1: Oh, they're pros and cons at every Everything. single thing, every single person. Every single thing, every single person. You got to learn from them. You got to evaluate. You got to check it out.
0: And you got to scale it. You have to understand that you have to understand your parents as human beings, right? I'm not sitting here telling, as much as I love my father, hands down, love the man with all of my heart. As much as I could do, I will do anything and everything for my mother. Neither of them are perfect. There are moments where I can definitely see my father let things get out of hand with his anger, like I mentioned earlier, right? There are certain things about him that, that again, I can see reflect on myself. There are certain moments where my mom maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit over dramatic. There may be moments my, where my, where, where, where my mom would be stressing out too much over a certain topics. But when I look at her as a human being and I look at her as a mother and I look at her as someone who, who, who still cared for me the way she did, when I look at her as someone who was still there for me when no one else was when I was a child, it it throws all that away because i'm not perfect either you're not perfect either none of us are perfect right so when we look at them and we get upset at them for maybe something we may not agree with we still have to look at them as human beings they're not perfect so if we can look at them and look at them like human beings and we can look at them and understand their flaws try to work, try to have have that conversation right when as we get older and we're able to understand Reality a little bit better and perspective a little bit better and we look at our parents and we have conversations with them We can have intellectual discussions with our parents like hey look you said this This is why it made me feel this way And this is why this word that you used here wasn't necessarily something I may have said and this is why it made me feel off And they can sit there and be like okay, but look this is what you said. This is why I don't agree with it This is my thesis. This is my argument. Now you tell me What do you think parents have that responsibility to have that conversation with their child
1: Communication is one hundred percent key. It, it, you need exactly. Exactly. Every relationship.
0: Like, <clears throat> exactly, and it's like if you can communicate with your parents. I've considered what one one thing I'll tell you about myself when I was growing up, and I would uh, not necessarily be in the be, when I would tell my parents I'm doing one thing and doing something opposite, right? And when I went to tell them I'm with certain people and I'd be, be in a different place doing something completely different. My father, alhamdulillah, he's he's he has a network of people. He's he's known around whoever, whoever people he knows. He, I remember one time I came home one day. And I told my parents I was doing something somewhere at one place. And I was somewhere else doing something else. They didn't get a phone call from my dad. They didn't get a phone call from my mom. But when I came home, my dad called me. and said, like, come sit down. And he goes, I need you to understand something. Wherever you are in the world, whether you're here, whether you're in Japan, whether you're in Pakistan, wherever you're anywhere, understand I will know exactly what you're doing, who you're with, and how you're uh, how, what you're doing most right?
1: importantly allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows everything exactly. so you got to take care of yourself. exactly so yeah, it's like so stuff. so so
0: when i when i think like that right i i that kind of helped me create a narrative to i was like you know what instead of lying to my parents and not telling them what i'm doing then creating a narrative for them to see and do something different why don't I just make them my best friends? Why don't I just tell them everything I can? Everything I, I, they, they need to know so that I can build that relationship with them and they can trust me. Have I lost my parents' trust before? 100%. But do you really think you lose your parents' trust? Do you really think that happens? I personally never
1: think it could happen. Cause they know for a fact that that's not who you are. You're going to learn from that. You're going to fall down and get back up. 100%. And they know eventually what they, they try their level best. They try their absolute best to, me. To make you into a better person, you know. At the end of the day, again, it's free will. You got it's it's your choice whether you want to be great or you, you don't want to. Yeah. But alhamdulillah, people p- people eventually get that consciousness and fall back into place, right? So like just like you said, make them like your best friends. Co- proper communication, everything. That's what you need.
0: Proper That's- communication, understanding the value of your parents, understanding how important your parents are, understanding their life as well, where they came from, who they were growing, their childhood, how they were raised. That helps us understand that raises our intellect, our conscious levels to where we start looking at things from a big picture. We stop looking so narrow minded. When you look at your parents and you think of human beings who have lived a life, who have made their mistakes and who are who they are today. And the reason why we love and respect them is because of everything they have done in their life. Then you start to understand their pros and their cons. And with and 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 for me, when I look at my mother, when I look at my father and I look at all that my mother has gone through, and I look at all that my father has gone through, as much as there may be moments where I may not agree with what they're saying or I may not understand what they're saying, I still look at them and I'm like, you know what, if they were able to do this, if my mother was able to lose three children and then give birth to three and 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 build my father was able to build the life he was built now after doing all that he's done as a as as a human being in Pakistan, whatever it was, what that does is, is that puts respect in my heart for them. And I sit there and I value and appreciate them rather than sit there and resent them and argue with them. Does that does that make sense to you? Makes complete and sense. I think, with that being said, oh man, I wish I wish we could have this conversation for a little bit longer, man. I wish we had Imam Khan and, and, yeah. and these guys here to have a conversation with us as well.
1: And uh, to conclude, you know, parents are the biggest blessings in our lives. You know, because of them, we have everything. And uh, alhamdulillah, of course, they, we have to look at the trials and tribulations they've gone through and that's what have, that's what that's what's made us right. We got to respect that, and we gotta we gotta repay them back for what they've done for us. We're forever in debt to them. But we um, gotta do as much as we can to. I
0: think I think with that being said, I think the best way to conclude this is is to just simply understand that regardless of who your parents are, the things they may have done, the things they're trying to accomplish now, the person, the people they are now, all we have to do is value, appreciate, and understand. That us having our parents in our life today, the, that that fact in itself is a blessing given to us by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Truly, truly, one hundred percent. And and if we sit there and find reasons and and arguments as to why it's not something we want, why it's not something that we agree with, why it's something, why we have an issue with it, we're never going to be happy. Yeah. If I can, if 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 I'm allowed to go home and see my mom, or if you're allowed to go home and see your mom or see your dad again understand that that's a blessing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows you to see your parents again and i think it's best if you think twice maybe before you start arguing with your parents again i'm not perfect i argue with my mom all the time I argue with my dad all the time but understanding the importance of them and the value that they bring to your life and the value you will bring to your children one day because of what they have taught you the best way to do that is to understand that that is a blessing and an opportunity given to you by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there's not really more much i can say if i'm being honest, thank you so much for tuning in for malika refresh right. so much.